Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Adventures of New You. I'm your host, Jen Park, a social worker and solo adventurer. This is episode number 39, and today I'm going to chat about how to support someone who is struggling with communication, whether you're the person who's struggling with communication and this is something that you need the person that you're communicating with to know, or if you have someone close to you that is struggling to communicate to you so that you can be a little bit more receptive, maybe a little bit more encouraging and helpful so that they feel more comfortable when they're trying to communicate with you. Because communication is so difficult, especially when we are trying to be vulnerable, trying to actually like share an important part of ourselves with someone else. It's it can be really, really hard. Have you ever been in a situation where you're having trouble expressing yourself? Like, you know how that feels. And sometimes it's like the words are like right there, but you're like, do I say it? Do I not say it? Do I say it now? Should I wait? What's going to happen if I say this? Like, is the person going to be receptive to it? Are they going to receptive? That wasn't really good pronunciation there. Sorry. Are they going to like freak out when I say this? Or do they feel the same way that I feel? Like sometimes when you're trying to have hard conversations or what conversations maybe that shouldn't necessarily be hard, but like maybe like the first time you're trying to like tell someone how you really feel or when you're really upset with someone and you're trying to articulate that and you're just like so lit that you can't even like get your words right. So obviously, you know, number one, I'm not, this isn't in my list, but like make sure you're calm and collected. And sometimes we have to like actually like prepare ourselves to be ready to have these difficult conversations, whether that's you just like sit with yourself and you like figure it out or you bounce something off of like a close friend that you trust that can get a little tricky depending on the conversation that you're trying to have. If it's a conversation at work, that's going to be difficult. If you're chatting with your supervisor or other peers, like always, you know, be careful, make sure you trust that inner circle. But, uh, if you're just in the shower and that's where your best thoughts come, then just Make sure that when you go into any difficult conversation that you are like as calm and collected as you can be. And if you're not, and that's not a good time, it's not a good space because sometimes like hard shit comes up when you're like not ready for it. So sometimes you have to be able to say, you know what, like maybe like here's a sentence or two about this right now, but like, can we talk about this later? You have to be really aware of yourself and know if it's a good time or if it's not a good time. And sometimes you might have to consult a professional in order to really be able to kind of get your thoughts together. So know that that's completely okay too. So when you get yourself in a situation where either you're having trouble expressing yourself or someone that you're with is having trouble expressing themselves to you, sometimes it's hard not to get frustrated. It's hard not to be disappointed. Like I know I get disappointed in myself when I can't just like say what I want to say especially because in general, I'm a really good communicator. I think anyways, I'm to, to the degree, like in my family, I'm probably an over communicator about like where I'm going, what I'm doing, what's happening. Some people just aren't like that. But when it comes to like diving in and like working through some, I don't know, harder stuff sometimes, like Sometimes you just like zip, what's that expression for kids when you like zip it up, lock it, put it in your pocket and you just shut down and you're like, 
I can't, I can't talk about this. So maybe this happens because it's difficult to be vulnerable, or maybe it's because you're like me and you're an overthinker and all those scenarios, like I said in my head, like you're worried about what the other person's thinking, what the other person's going to say, how the other person feels. You don't want to make things uncomfortable, but sometimes we have to make things uncomfortable either for the other person because we're not having our needs met or we have to make ourselves uncomfortable because we need to be able to express ourselves. And that's not easy. It's not easy to be vulnerable. If it was easy to be vulnerable, like everybody would be doing it. And they're not. We need Brene Brown in our lives telling us that it's okay to do and that we should be doing it. Right. I also want to say that exercising this, like it's like a muscle. Communication is like a muscle. And if you're not using it, then you lose it basically, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. So if you honestly, I'm, I'm going to put myself out there for a second. So if you are someone who has like not been like letting anybody new in, let's say for a really long time, like I'm talking years, it's hard then to like be open, have conversations. You know, if you're you're not using it, then you, then you lose it. You, even if like you let the people that are close to you and you let something go on, you let something fester for like 10 years and then you like try to address it. That's going to be really difficult. So it's something that we want to be practicing. We want to be working on as much as we can. And it's baby steps. It really is because it's, it's not easy being vulnerable. It's really not. So when I'm talking about communication like this, I'm not talking about the back and forth cavalier text messages or surfacey phone calls that you have with somebody. I'm not saying that those aren't important. They absolutely are. It's important to be connected. It's important to have like good conversation, even that way, like how's your day? Um, and you know, we talked about like not talking about important things via text message, if at all possible. Sometimes that's not you just can't. Sometimes life doesn't let you do that because of distance or, or scheduling or, or whatever. But whenever possible, when we're trying to have these important conversations, we want to be face to face, right? So in this, we're going to be working past those surfacey conversations. They're lovely. Absolutely. And you should have them in your life, but sometimes like you got to have hard conversations and that's where we're going today. Specifically, this happens when we're talking about how we feel, having our needs met, expectations, things like that. So in episode 35, if you remember, we talked about, I shared five tips for communication. This was like step in, (laughs) baby step, right? So baby steps for this are that have the face-to-face conversations. If you need something, ask for it. I know right there, like that is making it sound so simple. And sometimes it is something simple that you need. Like you need, can you pick up the kids so that I can go do X, Y, Z. But sometimes you need to ask for something bigger. Number three is get vulnerable. Number four is to make sure that you are also listening because you need to be able to listen and receive what the other person is saying to you. And number five is always use your manners. It's hard sometimes when you're talking about difficult stuff to maybe like keep your cool, but it's really, really important because if you just start exploding or you start getting nasty, like you're not going to go anywhere. And then you're going to have to have this conversation probably like 20 more times to like actually have the one conversation that maybe you could have had if you could have kept your cool a little bit. 
So all of those you want to still be using. Make sure that you're using them. And now today we're going to focus more on what your partner, friend, parent, coworker can do to help you be more comfortable in expressing yourself or what you can do if your partner, friend, parent, coworker needs this kind of support from you. So here we go. Number one, be patient. And that I think can be probably the hardest one of these. I have six. So number one is, is probably the hardest because when you, you know how it is like when you are waiting for someone to say something and you're like, just spit it out already. But sometimes like that's really hard for them or that's really hard for you. So be patient with yourself. Be patient with that other person. If that's if they're communicating to you, like be patient. Maybe you have to try to have the conversation a few times because they're not ready or, or they need to hear, (laughs) they need to hear this and know that it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to share. And as long as we can do it, like in that respectful, encouraging manner. So be patient. Number two is be supportive. Because if we don't create an environment where we feel comfortable talking to each other, then we're not going to talk to each other and we're going to continue to butt heads about different things. Again, this is work, life, home, everything. If you're not creating a supportive and nurturing environment for people to share what they need, want, expect, feel, you're going nowhere. Number three is for you, if you're the support person, to start the conversation. And I don't mean like, what's wrong with you? That's not starting a conversation. That is like setting up for a battle. Um, But if you can maybe ask questions like, uh, I see that something is bothering you. Do you want to talk about it now? Do you want to talk about it later? Do you need, do you need me just to listen? Sometimes like when you see things are happening, like if you have an overthinker in your life, you can see when those wheels start to turn. I know it's like written all over our faces as overthinkers that we're starting to think. And sometimes like I just need, I just, I'm saying I, but we just need somebody to like say something to get the wheels to stop for a second so that we can start to articulate ourselves because otherwise it's just, if you're an overthinker, you know this, you just like, you go and go and go, you just go. It's like, um, and he said to me, it was like a mouse on a wheel. The mouse is turning and you just go and go and go. So start the conversation, obviously like in a nurturing, patient, supportive way. And, and maybe say like, this is how I'm feeling, or this is what I'm thinking, or this is something that I worry about, but without doing it in a way that's like putting that person in a corner. So be very mindful of your wording. Like I said, like if you share, like, this is how I feel, do you ever feel like that too? Sometimes that just that little like connection, knowing that this person is also struggling with something is sometimes enough for your partner to open up or your coworker, your peer, anybody that you're having a conversation with. Number four is to be understanding because let's be real, whatever anyone is having difficulty having conversations about, it might be a very uncomfortable situation and you might not agree. You might not like to hear what they're saying, 
but be understanding and know that that is their stuff and you don't necessarily have to agree. You don't have to start a disagreement, but sometimes we have to like agree to disagree. Number five is to be encouraging. And that's something that you can do simply by like maybe in social work, we use the word reflective listening. So you are having a conversation with someone and they're talking and you want just like continuing to like have eye contact, not like staring the person down, but like have eye contact, maybe like nod your head up in acknowledgement. Sometimes you say, I understand what you're saying. What I think you're saying is, and you, and you, you know, so that they know that you're listening and that you're engaged in the conversation and that they're more likely to keep talking. If you are showing that you're interested, you have a vested interest in what they're saying to you. Number six kind of goes along with that. That's positive reinforcement. Like sometimes just saying like, yeah, I, I really appreciate that you could share that with me. Even if you don't like what they said to you, you say, as long as they were nice about it, like, I appreciate you having that conversation with me. Like, I want us to be able to have conversations like this, even when it's difficult crap. I don't know. Even give a high five, like good job expressing yourself because it's really hard. It's really hard to express yourself sometimes. So those are the six, six ideas that, that I'm sharing with you today about what to do if, a if you know, someone that you're in, I guess not in a relationship with, yeah. I mean, you're, you have relationships with your coworkers, with your peers, with your family. If someone that is in your life is having trouble communicating or you're having trouble communicating, be patient with yourself, with them, be supportive Start that conversation in a gentle way, be understanding, be encouraging, and use positive reinforcement so that you'll want to continue having conversations that that need to be had sometimes and that are not always so easy to be having. So that's all that I have for today. As always, thanks so much for listening. And if you have a friend, family member, partner, coworker, parent, sibling, anyone that you think could really benefit from listening to this, because it's hard stuff that we're talking about here today, then I would really appreciate if you would share the podcast with them. You can find me on my website, adventuresofanewyou.com, or on social media, Facebook, Instagram or Pinterest too. Thanks so much and have a great day.